Welcome to the Anthony Bourdain tribute episode. I just want to start out by thanking everyone who's been a part of this and everyone who's shared and you know made awareness of this episode. Um, I'm really excited for commemorating Anthony Bourdain. I'm really excited to kind of put something together that uh, remembers him, but I just want to thank everyone. And I just want to let you all know that you all mean so much to me. And if anyone ever needs to talk or chat, you know, no matter if you're stressed or you're feeling down or you're feeling low or you're feeling that this industry is getting too much, you always can reach out to me. I'm always open to talk. Um, no matter what, I'll always be there to chat with anyone who needs it. And I hope what we learn is that we have to be here as a community for chefs and we have to be here as a community for people in the food industry and we have to take care of each other and watch out for each other. And I think if Anthony Bourdain taught me anything, it was that we have to watch out for each other. That was my one minute message on Anthony Bourdain and let us get into the show. Hello, Long Cook Nation. This is Ray DeLucci with the Long Cook Thoughts Podcast. And this is going to be an episode about Anthony Bourdain. Um, before we get into it, I just want to let you all know that there will be no ads in this. You know, I usually have an ad in my podcast. This will not be monetized. This will just be a conversation of me remembering Anthony Bourdain. Um, a year ago, June 8th, uh, Anthony was found dead. He took his life. And it impacted the culinary world in a huge way. Um you know, it was just, it's, it's, it's hard to even, it's hard to grasp, you know, the effect he had on the industry and we can never truly know how much he has affected people because there's so many people out there who he's just, you know, made want to cook or made want to go out into the industry and try new things. Um, so I wanted to do this episode because he meant a lot to me in terms of someone who I felt related to me and I never met him. I never <laughs> even came close to probably interacting with him. Um, it was just honestly just someone who I feel a lot of people felt just related. He knew how to relate to you as a cook and he knew how to relate to you as someone who was interested in food and passionate about food. And no matter if you were a cook in a fast food restaurant or in a fine dining restaurant, or no matter if you were front of house, back of house, really, I mean, focusing mostly on uh, back of house, um, he was there to to relate and he was there to kind of be that person to you know talk about what it was like to be a cook and about the collective experience that we all have uh as being chefs and cooks and people genu- genuinely in the industry and so when he passed i was very upset about it um as many of you are as many of you were uh, it was a year ago. I was in California. It was my last semester of college, and um, I just remember I was in my dorm room. And I was right about to go to the farmers market. Uh, my last semester I did in California, and we had to do we had to go to this farmers market and sell the produce that we were growing on our farm as a farm table concentration. And I remember that morning before I was going to the farmers market, I got up and I checked my phone, and Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, was like everywhere on Instagram and whatnot. And I was like, okay, um, I'm not like what? And I like it didn't hit me um, to what actually had happened. And I remember just sitting there thinking, wait, what? What, like, what happened? Like you know, this this must be like you know one of those fake celebrity death things you see on Facebook or whatnot. And sure enough, the news is real. He had passed, and it was seen that he had taken his own life. And I remember just sitting back down in bed and just like 
being deeply troubled by it, deeply saddened by it, because this man was someone who, no matter how hard or nervous it was to be in a kitchen, he made it feel so worth it. Um, I read, I'm sorry, my thoughts are jumbled, but I read his book before going to culinary school, Kitchen Confidential, and I will always say that his book and Michael Ruman's book, The Making of a Chef, both got me ready for what was to come in the industry. So he had a big impact on me when I was first even starting in the industry. And then, you know, agreeing with things on like how he hated brunch. I loved that um, about him. I loved how he was always so just downright truthful with his opinion. And I liked how he had that certain charm about him where he would go and just connect with people around the world through food. And he wasn't afraid to to just go out and face new things and get those new experiences where so many of us as cooks feel trapped sometimes because of either our pay or where we just are in life. And, you know, we work so hard and we have to put in so many hours and we feel like there's no way out sometimes. And he always felt like that way out. You know, he was always that person who gave us the ability to go see a new place or go hear a new opinion. Um, His writing was amazing as well. But before I get more into why I really looked up to him, uh, this is a post I shared on June 8th, 2018, a year ago when I found out. I said Anthony Bourdain was more than a TV personality. He was a voice for chefs and a huge leader in our industry. He meant a lot to a lot of people that worked day in and out in kitchens. From reading his book to listening to his voice on Mind of a Chef to listening to him speak about gender equality at my school, he has always been a major influence for me when it comes to ideology of food. His ability to tell a story and represent the honesty of cooks around the world is what made him resonate with so many. Rest in peace, Bourdain. Your passion and talent will be missed. Um, so that's what I po- posted that day. And that was literally when I found out he had passed. Because I felt I, I had to honor him in some way. Um, so I guess what I want to get into is just, I guess, why like why I why I did this episode. Why he meant so much to me as a cook. Um, and why I feel like I have to use my platform to commemorate him after a year of his passing and i think the most important thing right now is i guess i'll start with his writing his food writing to me is some of the best you'll ever read uh i remember reading this past summer medium raw one of his books um just more about cooking and whatnot and it was almost like a sequel to kitchen confidential i think it's his best book he's written um i know it's an unpopular opinion and most people think kitchen confidential is but his book um medium raw i there are times where i was just like sad with him there are times where i was literally laughing out loud um and it just the way he wrote was so fundamentally different he was able to really have his his uh personality shine through in his words and the works that he put out on in paper he was very um good at just putting stuff down on paper and writing and putting it out to the world and uh, a lot of you might not know this. I've, I've said it now maybe once or twice on the podcast that I'm really into writing. And to have someone who was in the industry be able to write so eloquently and be able to voice himself so eloquently um, was just something so beautiful and something so – it was so great to have. It was like, damn, like this is this is great that I have a chef who can write because I can have someone who I can relate to not only with enjoying writing but enjoying cooking. And even if you're not into reading a lot of books, I feel like everyone – who's in this industry who says they hate reading has read kitchen confidential. Um, you know, it's just a beautiful piece of literature for cooks and people in general. And I think that it truly was 
a once in a lifetime book that we all have had the pleasure of reading. And if you're a cook and you haven't read it, you have to read it. I mean, it's one of those books that if you're in this profession, you should have read by now. Um, so yeah, I mean that first that for me, the biggest thing for me was writing. Uh, another big thing was his ability to narrate on shows, um, you know, through mind of a chef or just his influence on TV in general. You know, uh, there was a great podcast with Joe Rogan where his producer interview was interviewed with Joe Rogan and they talk all about Bourdain and how he had the freedom to go on his shows and do what he wanted and be able to tie things together. And he lived a very interesting lifestyle and, you know, to have this guy, uh, to just have this guy be able to do what he did on TV, not only on his shows, but, you know, his ability to narrate and weave storytelling together. So that was one, you know, nice, nicely made package that you could just listen to and watch and enjoy. It was truly something special to see. And I was very, very happy with everything I always saw with him. He was someone who really knew how to, you know, put the right effort out there and was able to just make everything happen in terms of telling stories and being able to talk through TV and whatnot. So, I mean, that was in itself was amazing. His forewords and so many books I read, um, you know, I felt like every important book or almost every important book that's come out has had a foreword by Anthony Bourdain, whether, you know, it be Questlove's book or um, Fergus Henderson's book. I mean, he's had a foreword in a lot of different culinary works and, it's going to be weird going forward and having these chefs come out with cookbooks and not having a foreword by Anthony Bourdain praising it. It's going to be weird looking on the back of cookbooks or books on food and not seeing an Anthony Bourdain quote on why the book is important. Uh, he's someone who is very well read. He was someone who's very in tune with the industry. He was someone who was able to recognize when things were very valuable to cooks. And for me, if he gave it the rite of passage or if he gave it the go ahead to be made or put out to other cooks, if he truly enjoyed that piece of work, then I knew it would be something good and something worthwhile to read. And it's going to be very different. It's been very different um, to not have him here. You know, he was a person, it's something as simple as buying the next book on food. He was someone who could give me the recommendation to get something. And as soon as I saw Bourdain's name on something, I knew if I was a cook, I would enjoy it. And it never failed. And everything he was in, I just felt like he really knocked it apart. He even put like he put so much thought into his forwards and he put so much thought into the stuff that he how he collaborated with other food writers. And he just you could tell he just wanted to bring more value to cooks in terms of literature. And it's just something that was so important for me in terms of admiring him. Um, I admired how he stayed true to who he was. I really admired how he became famous at like 40 years old. You know, he, I think it takes someone special to really push themselves at that age. And, you know, you see a lot of people get to that age and they get settled in and they get ready to like live out the rest of their life, how they are now. And you don't see a lot of people go for that next step still when they're around 40 and, you know, being a cook all his life and battling with drug addiction and being able to pull out of that and just being able to get out of those dark places in order to create something beautiful. I mean, that in itself is something that should be honored. Uh, someone who truly just embodied what it meant to work hard and keep your dreams alive and do the things you want to do. And it, sure enough, it'll come around. Um, and he, that's something that I always adored of him is he, you know, no matter what, 
he was able to pull out of it, you know, and he was able to create the lifestyle he wanted, you know, while he was here, you know, at the end, you know, it obviously his demons got the better of him, but for, you know, for however long he was here, he, he had a, he had a lot to deal with. He had a lot to battle and to be able to create an empire like he did and be able to be so influential in our industry from just become from going from a cook to what he became. I mean, that's such an impressive story. It's something that I, I genuinely look up to. And, you know, that's why I looked up to him a lot. You know, he, he makes you, he makes you feel like you can do anything. Uh, if he, if a cook, if himself a cook who, you know, was so down on himself and didn't, you know, really expect much out of himself could do that. I mean, you could do anything really. Um, I mean, so that was something that, uh, that I always cherished about him. You know, he was always someone I wanted to meet. Um, there's very few people who actually want to sit down and have a conversation with that are famous. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to meet, you know, everyone I look up to, but I always wanted to sit down and meet him and just chat with him for a little bit and talk about cooking and food and literature. And I mean, now with the podcast, um, he would have been a dream guest of mine. Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of why I really adored Anthony Bourdain. Um, it's really why I enjoyed his work. And I guess the biggest thing for me is he's the reason I'm doing this podcast. So when he passed, I truly felt that the voice of cooks left and I felt like at least a part of a voice for Cook's left, a big part, uh, someone who, you know, kind of was able to speak for us and represent the true, honest cooks in the industry. And he gave respect where respect is due. If you worked 50 to 60 hours in a kitchen, no matter where you, you, he gave you your respect and he made you feel like you were important. And I think that is so valuable and important, especially nowadays. So when he, like I said, when he's like now that he's gone, it's very you don't have that same sense of like a cook's voice. And you know, I never knew I would podcast the day he passed away. Uh, but back in December when I started this, I I was just like, you know what? If I can add like one millionth of a voice for cooks that he did, my job will be complete. And I'm not saying I want to be the next Anthony Wardane. I don't think I'll ever be that big. I don't think I'll ever be you know, that pronounced or influential, but I wanted to give voice to the people in this industry, the cooks who work day in and day out, because I admire them so much. And I know Anthony Bourdain admired you all so much and admired us so much. And so I wanted to pay it forward. And I wanted to keep the conversation moving of what it truly meant to be a cook, or at least what it truly means to aspire for more as a cook and try to grind your way out to your dreams. And this is a profession that we've all picked and it's hard. And sometimes you don't know where you want to do next. And sometimes you're even wondering why you're in it. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you put your head down and work, you know you did a good job and you know you fed people. I mean, it's something fulfilling every day. And so even if you're not getting where you want to go just yet, every day you can have the satisfaction of serving others and pleasing others. You know, we don't live, we don't work in, at desks. We don't work at places where our actions may not really matter each and every day. Every day we go into work, we matter. We, you know, every day we make experiences, we make meals for people, we make people feel valued. And we put out food every single day. And that's what Anthony Bourdain saw in the cooking industry. And that's what I see. Um, the ability to, to go out there and just make experiences for people. And to be able to... It's just such a beautiful thing that food connects us all. And so I guess that's what I, I want to get... What I felt after Bourdain passed. And what he, the biggest message 
he gave to me is that no matter how hard and rough it is and no matter, you know, how tough it may get and how much self-doubt you might have and just how much guilt you might have in terms of like not getting where you wanted to go in the industry or falling prey to certain addictions or whatnot, no matter what happens, you can look forward to every day and serving others and giving others an experience and making someone else's day. And I think that's what's so beautiful about this industry. I think that's what Anthony Bourdain captivated and was able to just transcend in terms of what it meant to be a chef. And yeah, I mean, I could go on forever, I think, with why he meant a lot. Um, but I, I didn't want this to be too long. I want this to be an accessible episode for people. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's why Anthony Bourdain uh, meant a lot to me. So getting into the messages, uh, a lot of people didn't send me messages. I think in total I have 13, 14, 15, uh, which ends up being about 15 minutes worth of messages. Um, and to be honest, I would have loved a lot more. Uh, but I know as cooks, it's hard <laughs> to take time out of your busy schedules. And I know it's hard to download an app and send a message and figure it all out. And it was, I know some people had trouble, so they sent me their written. And if, I know I've missed a few written messages on here. So if I, for some reason, missed a message you wrote me, I would love to share it on a page. So I guess that's the first thing. If anyone has sent me anything and I missed it, I know I've tried to keep track of everything, especially the written ones. It was kind of difficult to do that. That's why I wanted the messages. If I've missed out on anything, please send it to me and I'll post it on the story. I'll even post it in a post um, for the rest of the messages that didn't make it. But the reason I wanted to do this is because even though we only had a couple of cooks or at least a good amount of cooks, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm happy with what I got. Even though we had a small amount, um, the fact that you all took the time to download the app and message me, send me a voice message and just, you know, be able to put yourself out there for a minute. It truly meant a lot. And for those of you who wrote in and, you know, sent me messages, it meant a lot for you to put your thoughts down as well. And for those of you who didn't send me anything, I hope you get the value you need out of this episode. I understand that not everyone's going to share. And I don't feel because you didn't share me anything that you didn't like Anthony Bourdain, um, just so you all know. I know you all loved uh, Chef Bourdain, and I know how busy life can be, and I know and I understand that it's hard sometimes to be a part of everything. Um, but that being said, this is what I have. This is what I have collected from the cooks and I hope next year, cause I want to do this every year, or at least a podcast to commemorate him every year. Uh, we can have more voice messages and more things put together. Um, so I hope to find him, try to make an easier way of doing it. Um, I think next year though, it'll be on the date that, uh, Eric repair, uh, headset for Anthony Bourdain day. Um, I didn't know that he was going to do that. Otherwise I'd probably have aired this episode then. But at the time when I had this idea, I thought, you know, commemorating, commemorating a year since he passed would be something that I would put out. So first I wanted to get into the messages that were written to me just so I can get those out of the way, you know, and then I can be done talking and then we can start getting into uh, the voice messages. Um, so this one's coming from at Nika the Mad Baker. And they say, um, Anthony Bourdain was more than a chef, more than a bad boy. More than a travel TV show host, he was a pioneer for outcasts and misfits. 
whom only found their true home in a kitchen. He made it okay to be different and be who you are. I appreciate all that he did for cooks, chefs, and back-of-house personnel. I appreciate what he did for Filipino food. He shined a light on it that was most definitely deserved, overlooked, and something that was a long time coming. I never met him, but I'll never forget the days after he left us. My entire kitchen was weighed down with his overwhelming sadness and heaviness that I never felt before. Usually we were loud and vibrant, but those days afterwards were soberingly silent. We all felt our hearts break and felt like we lost one of our own. He was the embodiment of a true chef. I'll never forget him and what he meant to me and to so many others. Thank you for including me in this. Thank you for sending a message at Nico the Mad Baker. My name is Alicia Moore, and Anthony Bourdain is one of the main reasons I'm a chef today. He made cultures and food so easy to obtain. He is a man with no filter who loved what he did, the people he met, and the world in general. He's the type of human we should all strive to be. He lived with no regrets, and I've tried my best to do the same and master my craft. Thank you, Anthony, for everything you have done. Rest easy, chef. This is from Andrew underscore 94. To Anthony Bourdain, you're one of the biggest reasons that I fell in love with food and cooking. From watching your shows and reading your books, I've learned expansively about the culinary world and its food cultures through your remarkable storytelling. I am deeply saddened by the disheartening news that one of many of our personal greats has been taken from us. But I believe your contribution to the industry and our world will live forever through the thousands of lives you have touched, whether they be chefs, cooks, or fans. Rest in peace to my hero and a great mentor. You will de be deeply missed. This is from Knife of Brian. He says, Hi. To me, Mr. Bourdain was an inspiration because of his honesty. He never claimed to be a great chef, but he was a lover of food and the social connections which came with it. Although a lot of chefs look up to Kitchen Confidential as a Bible of chef's life, adoring their bodies and tattoos of his quotes and hanging on every word printed in that book. His later book, Medium Raw, is where he unpacks a lot of what he said. He really realizes with maturity that some of his views were flawed and some opinions did not last the test of time. A.B. inspired me to write, motivating me to research cuisines from around the world. His TV work always was relatable as a chef. Aspirational, humorous, intelligent. He will be missed. Thank you, Knife of Brian, for sharing. This one's coming from the team at Restaurant Scarpe, and they say, I remember reading Kitchen Confidential about a year before attending culinary school. I can vividly remember thinking how real he was and how uncut the words on the page were. Anthony Bourdain told it how it was and lived his life to the fullest. He inspired so many great chefs and people alike. I cannot believe that it has been a year since he has been gone but he will be always in the minds of those he inspired. Um, yeah, I mean, and those are the, the letters I got in. Um, and I know there's one or two that I couldn't find. So like I said, if you're not on this and you sent me something, please send it to me again and I will put it in my story. And yeah, I mean, so that was it. And I know there's so many more that he reached out to. I mean, the posts I put up, got a lot of the posts got over like 200 likes. And, you know, it's just been, it's been great, um, to have the support. I remember when I first announced there was so much, uh, love for what this podcast would be about, or at least what this episode would be about, uh, people saying love Tony after his last, you know, after his last, uh, excursions, I was deeply saddened that he did not move forward. Like a lot of different like messages on the post and, a lot of different people not really messaging me what they wanted to be said, but why they loved him. And in this journey to make this episode, um, I really just wanted to, in this journey, I really just learned a lot about why he meant so much to the industry. You know, people on my comments saying he made me brave and not shy away from trying new ideas and show my cultural cuisine. 
Uh, someone else saying, the one who gave so many of us cooks hope to be more. He showed us that there is another way to excel outside of cooking without compromising your integrity. We lost a great one last year. And the list goes on of what was said about him and what people loved about him. And, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just been it's been a crazy, crazy experience of what he meant. So, yeah, with that being said, I want to leave it over to the voice messages that I got. Um, like I said, thank you all for submitting, and thank you, Line Cook Nation, for supporting me in this. Uh, I hope our next ep- year's episode will be bigger. Uh, I hope I'm commemorating him next year. And I just want to, you know, not say sorry, but I know he, this episode's been a lot about what the page has been about over the last month. I really wanted to do this man justice, and I really wanted to honor him in a very special way. And so this is my, you know, my, I guess, commemoration of him. And thank you all for sticking it out. Thank you all for putting up with all the posts. And just thank you all for for just letting me do this and letting me kind of air my own thoughts on it out. I mean, it's been a year, but I never truly got to sit down and unpack everything he meant to me. And thinking about what I would say in this episode and being able to go through that meant a ton. So thank you, Inclination, for listening. And here we are with the voice messages. What is up, Ray? I want to applaud you for realizing that this is legacy. This episode is legacy, sharing the ideas of an individual long after they're gone. And I think that if I had to pick a word that comes to mind when I think of Bourdain, for me, it's permission. I remember reading Kitchen Confidential, going from CIA down to Manhattan to stage when I was in culinary school, and just hearing his stories about kitchen abuse and working with really interesting characters kind of gave me the permission to make me not feel so weird when I would have to tell my parents that I was getting screamed at in fine dining restaurants. And then fast forward to when I started to travel, seeing how much he would learn when he would travel, it gave me permission to try new places and new food and seek out the unexpected and all these other things that we love Bourdain so much for. And even in the past few years, seeing how he was able to take his love for food and sharing and translate it into a media career, there's no doubt that he gave me the permission to do my own version, which is true to me. So I want to thank Bourdain. I want to thank you for hosting this episode, and I'm excited to hear more stories. I hope you have a good one. Kitchen Confidential was my Bible when I entered the culinary field. He gave me the guidelines, what to look for, how to work, everything I needed to be successful. There's not a day goes by that something from that book does not pop into my head in my career. Also, later in life, I love how he started to be more inclusive and really talk about whether LGBT or people of color or gender that we should all be more inclusive in the kitchen and I think that was an important thing he was starting to say to chefs Hey it's Luana from You Gotta Cook and I was first introduced to Anthony Bourdain by my culinary instructor chef Don. He'd always recommend books for us to read and Kitchen Confidential was one of the first non-cookbook books (laughs) that I read and What I really enjoyed about it, it was just so raw and brash. And that's what I think I'll remember the most about Anthony Bourdain. He was so real and honest. In his shows, No Reservations and Parts Unknown, he helped shed light not only on the cuisine of the Philippines, but on the people and the culture. And I'm actually of Filipino descent, but I haven't had the opportunity to visit. And through his shows, he gave me a taste of what a true experience would be like. And until I do get to go, I'll be forever grateful that he did. 
like so many of my peers who read Kitchen Confidential at some point in their early in their career, or whenever you read it, I was beyond consumed by the notion that a chef or a cook, a professional cook, could do so much more than just cook. Andy Bourdain's commendable wit and beyond well-articulated rapid-fire honesty was just so hypnotizing and refreshing simultaneously. The bad boy chef image was not necessarily a new idea, but never before has it been presented with such an unrefined charm. I mean, Anthony Bourdain definitely did not romanticize the the profession of being a chef, but so gifted was he with an unparalleled gab that you couldn't help but fall in love anyway. I've always had a deep appreciation for chef. Um, His curiosity of other cultures and cuisines was always exciting and refreshing to read and to watch. And he was a very straightforward man, but he was always able to address controversial topics and pressing issues respectfully. Um, And I want to thank him for always traveling and being free of judgment and opening up even more doors for those of us in the culinary industry. So thank you so much, Chef Anthony Bourdain, and thank you so much, Raymond, for putting this together. Coming from Zimbabwe in Africa, it's not really known for food. And even in culinary arts, we sort of used to shun African culture and do more of the French and Italian and so forth. But Chef Anthony Bourdain... You know, he went to a lot of these places and he tasted, you know, food that people didn't even know about and he enjoyed it. And so what he taught me was to be more proud of where I come from. And, you know, food was is just more than, you know, garnishing your plate with, you know, micro sorrel, using your plating tweezers and squeeze bottles. But it was more of the memories and the history, the tradition and the culture and the story behind that and how it really brought people together and and I think he did very well in summing that up and you know I take that onwards in my career uh yeah so this is for uh Chef Bourdain just wanted to um thank you for inspiring uh especially those of us who have dealt with um say issues with um drugs and uh and or alcohol um inspiring us and telling us that um we can not just overcome but we can um do great and amazing things um not just in spite of our issues but um um using them towards our advantage um you still and will forever be uh, an inspiration to us. So um, thank you, Chef, for all of that. When Anthony Bourdain died, it was a huge wake-up call. He forced me to step it up and pursue my culinary career and to also focus on my mental health. He has always inspired me to travel and see the world, to open my mind so that I can cook and savor new things, and to never settle for just the ordinary. And I think he would want us to continue to do that, to push the envelope and step out of our comfort zones. He was a rebel after all. We miss you, Tony. I remember the night that Anthony died. I was up late. I couldn't sleep. 
I had a job interview the next day. It was going to be my first kitchen job in about five years. I was just coming off of a couple of years of, of teaching and being in grad school. And I, you know, at the time I thought that like getting back into a kitchen was taking a step back. And I remember, you know, coming to a place of peace that night thinking about Anthony because he was one of the people who brought together um, education and writing, like really powerful writing and cooking um, in such a way that, you know, he, his, his cooking was better because of his writing and his writing was better because of his cooking. Um, and he was just an inspiration to everybody who's looking to take their work in, in that direction. Hey, my name's Sierra and the words to describe Anthony Bourdain would hilariously be enough, be my own kind of fairy godmother only because I was 14 and I saw the episode from Shanghai to Shangri-La, which is episode seven of season three of No Reservations. And when I did, he enchanted me and I thought he was absolutely hilarious and he was bold and he was daring and he said what he thought and he loved food and he was eating food that I only dreamed of and didn't know I could have access to and he made it look so easy but also have some balls to get there. Um, It wasn't until recent years that I found out that he was as important as he is to people, which has made me love him even more because he was only... When I heard of Anthony Bourdain's passing, I decided to read his book, Kitchen Confidential. As I was reading it, I realized that it was less of a memoir and more of a guide for success for aspiring chefs like me. The biggest takeaway I took from his memoir, though, was how he ran his businesses. He knew the whole operation. He knew what his servers were doing. He knew exactly what his competition was doing. And he knew how much his purveyors were working for him or even against him. And that really inspired me to do the same when I owned my businesses. Hi, my name is Aaron. Um, And Anthony Brady to me was just someone who um, really gave a voice to this industry. He really... I'm new to the industry, but even then, before that, I know he shed his his books, his talks, all about that, his interviews, all helped shed a better light on what this industry is and, you know, the the hardships that come with it, you know. I think he was a really good motivator, I guess, in changing the industry and, I guess, many chefs not wanting to become what the old chefs were during the the dark ages, I guess you could say. Um, But his book, Kitchen Competition, was the first book I read before going into the industry, before going to culinary school. And it was just one, some of the best times, uh, one of the best books I think I've ever read thus far about the industry and stuff like that. Um, I think there's a lot to learn from his life and what we could do to change it and not let his death be in vain, you know, for us to learn from it and to make the industry a better place. Hi, uh, my name is Turner Johnson. Um, Really quickly, I just want to go over, I guess, why Anthony Bourdain meant so much to me. Uh, simply, I think that mostly it was just the idea of being a man of the world that he kind of displayed. Uh, he really did a great job of connecting people through food and experience. Every every show you would see him on, he was always with a excessively diverse crew of like rough and ragtag kind of characters that were all enjoying the same meal from 
said culture, wherever he might have been at the time. Um, but beyond that, I really enjoyed his commentary. It really felt like kind of a narration of my path or anyone's path, I feel, that's kind of chasing that goal of being someone. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely an impactful figure for me, definitely a role model, 100%. Hey, what's up, Lion Cook Nation? Uh, my name is Gage Lubert. I am positioned in Pittsburgh, PA. Um, for me, Anthony Bourdain helped me determine what I wanted to do in life. I <clears throat> was in between sticking into the fancy bar food or going the route of culinary school and white tablecloth Michelin star restaurants. I uh, was stuck in a rut, and I purchased Ken, uh, Anthony's book, Kitchen Confidential. Reading that book opened my eyes to so much in the industry. Um, either way you decide to go in the industry is fine, but for me, I think Anthony helped me make the decision that it was okay not doing Michelin star food and being <clears throat> a typical guy in the kitchen grinding, still loving what you do. And to me, that was huge. A man with such a way with words. A man who has known not to sugarcoat anything was on my bucket list to meet someday. Unfortunately, I have to erase his name from my bucket list, but that does not mean I will ever, ever forget what he has done for the food industry. Every day I remind myself of such a beautiful, wonderful quote by him. Your body is not a temple. It is an amusement park. Enjoy the ride. I take that quote to heart to remind myself that not every day is perfect, but a perfect day is yet to come. So finally, thank you. Thank you, Anthony Bourdain, for always inspiring me to grow and learn within the culinary industry. Hi, my name is Kelsey. My Instagram handle is Kelsey underscore eats underscore breakfast. I'm a baker and catering assistant for a chef out here in California. Um, I'm recording in my car, so apologies for the poor quality. Um, uh, in preparation for this tribute, I reread Kitchen Confidential and Medium Raw. And right off the bat, one of the things that I know I'm going to miss is Anthony Bourdain's sentence structure. might consider to be confusing but for me like they were always very clear and relatable and if not directly relatable they gave a look into the unique brain that they came from um, so I know those sentences and the written works that he created I'm going to miss um, I can reread them as much as I like but knowing there's not going to be new content is always difficult
So that's it. That's the episode on Anthony Bourdain. I hope this has at least helped us remember who he was or at least help us get through the pain that we all have even a year later. Uh, he is someone who had tremendous impact on all of us as cooks. And before we leave, I just want to remind you all that I'm always here to talk. And if you ever need anything, please feel free to message me. You're, you're, no one, no cook is ever alone in this industry. Uh, that's why I created Line Cook Nation. And as we get bigger and we start to, you know, get more people introduced into who we are and what we do. Um, I just really want this to be a community for cooks in the hopes of one day making an organization where cooks can connect, sorry, where cooks can connect, reach out, and, you know, we can have some sort of formal or at least organized way of helping those chefs in the industry who maybe are finding it too difficult to battle their demons on their own. Um, So please make sure whoever you are, if you ever feel like you're alone or you need someone to talk to, we are all here for you. And I cannot share enough my admiration of you if you are in this industry. Thank you all so much. And thank you to Anthony Bourdain, a legend, someone who is sorely missed, someone who will impact me for the rest of my life, and someone who I hope to do right by or at least honor in some way through my career by helping other cooks out day in and day out through sharing your stories and through sharing these thoughts and ideas on the podcast. Um, I hope in some point in my life to have at least, you know, as little of a millionth of an impact of what he did. And I hope at least this starts that impact in some way. Lunkoo Nation, it's been real. Thank you all so much. And we'll see you on the next episode.